and welcome once again to This Week in MCU, the weekly after show talking all things Marvel Cinematic Universe related. With me, as always, is my good friend, Sen Raven. Hey, it's like we just talked yesterday. I know, it's weird. <laughs> no, it's also weird. I, I was going to go watch Game of Thrones and it wound up to be Eternals. Ah, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so yeah, we're talking the Eternals today. Uh, we're going to skip over the news segment since we just did that yesterday. And if you're getting it on the podcast feed, you should get the this episode right after you got the last one. So, um, so uh, just overall, um, before we start getting into the the nuts and bolts of the movie, what did you think of the movie? I really enjoyed it. I I don't think it was. It's getting flack, and you know, people are like, "Oh my god, it's terrible," or some people like it. Everybody likes their own stuff. I think it's right in the middle. Uh, I think it's a great setup movie for for the next phase, and uh, better than than some, not as good as others. So, uh, yeah, you know, I put I think it. It's fine. I put it right in the middle of the pack uh, of all I, the Marvel. I movies. enjoyed it. I had fun with it. Uh, definitely a few things that are problematic, but you know, uh, not, yeah, sure. <laughs> there, sure. there's not a single movie that walks away without it. So Right, right. Yeah, I, I mean, I liked it, but it was definitely a setup movie. No question. No question. Yeah. And look, these are characters that, by and large, most people don't know about. Right. You know, so we got an introduction of a brand new a brand new thing. We got an introduction of a brand new villain, two, two different villain types. Uh, and then we got a setup for three characters from this and three more characters from other stuff. So right. right. There's yeah. a lot of setup. There was a lot of setup. So, all right. Uh, before we jump right into it, if you want to follow us, you can follow us on twitch.tv slash VO by Kurt and subscribe to the podcast by going to anchor.fm slash this dash week dash in dash MCU or just type in This Week in MCU wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to watch us live, you can watch us usually Saturday mornings, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time on twitch.tv slash VO by Kurt. If you have any comments, questions, suggestions, send an email to thisweekinmcu at gmail.com. I tend to forget putting that in each time, so I want to do that. And if you want to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, we will read your review live the next time we record. Okay, the Eternals. Um, oh boy, yeah. You know, it's it's funny. This feels very epic to me, right? You know, it, it it really does. So, um, and because of that, um, I think I think part of the complaint from people is that it it can be slow paced, and certainly in Act One, where we get the background of everything, um, yeah, it is a much slower pace. No question, right? I mean, you know, we start with in the beginning. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and we find out that the Celestials uh, are uh, are the, the, the beings that predate the Big Bang and predate the singularities, which were created from the Big Bang, and the singularities are the Infinity Stones. So, and we find out that the the big head celestial dude uh is Arishem and he's a, a big old uh red celestial with six 
eye holes. I hesitate to guess whether they're actually eyes, but um, and they they are physically huge. They're like, they're massive. They're massive. They're they're planet sized. Uh, bigger, really, right? Yeah, I mean, way yeah. bigger. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, um, one of like, the cool things is when we see Arishem, uh, we see like uh, space dust and asteroids and things like, uh, basically in orbit around him, right? Uh, because he's that big. Um, so, uh, and we find out that the, the deviants were sent. So there are, there are three things. There, there, there are eternals, deviants, uh, and humans really. Uh, but, but for, for the purposes of this, the deviants were and they're more like animal like and they were sent to earth to take care of apex predators so that the humans could live right the- but then basically <laughs> up- upgraded into apex predators themselves right and became a problem so the eternals were sent um now in the comics and this deviates a little bit from the comics in the comics um the celestials created uh, deviants, Eternals, and humans, like all three, um, and and so they'll you know they it deviates quite a bit from the comics, but that's okay. Uh, it, it it works, and it's probably better for the MCU this way. So and so the Eternals were sent to Earth to kind of protect the humans from deviants. So cool. Great, um, and the the and and the the question just because it gets asked later, the question of why didn't they interfere when when Thanos blipped everybody out of existence? Well, it's because the deviants weren't involved, right? And and that actually gets handled really early on, which it, I, yeah. I was happy about. Yeah, they, they didn't drag that out. Like, why didn't you? interfere when all the wars were happening when thanos happened and all this other stuff right um that also actually led to because it is uh being asked by the guy that played Jon snow my theater wasn't wasn't too full but that instantly got a you know nothing Jon snow joke out of somebody in the theater yes yeah <laughs> yeah so so yeah we're introduced to dane whitman uh who kit harrington is playing um right. and 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 I guess for the kind of MCU only viewer, somebody who's not familiar with the comics, Dane Whitman is just another character. Um, but uh, in the comics, Dane Whitman becomes the Black Knight um, and is the holder of the Ebony Blade, which gets mentioned in the movie a couple of times. And 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 we t- it turns out that is kind of important, but much much later. So. Um, so after they do all the backstory and you know the 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 um, the Eternals have been on Earth for seven thousand years, right? Five thousand BC is when they showed up and have been kind of helping, yeah, sort of, sort of to Until a certain extent. Uh, and there's a nice uh, there's a nice 
uh, scene where Fastus, um, uh, who is the inventor, I guess, for, yeah. for lack of a better term, um, Fastus is... Uh, is trying. He's the is, tech guy. He's the tech guy, and he's going. Hey, why don't we just give him like the steam engine? And everybody's going. Ajax. Ajax, the leader of the the Eternals. Um, yeah, we should probably break down the characters, right? We've got Ajax, <laughs> who's the leader. She's kind of a healer, and that's the Angelina Jolie. No, that. Uh, oh that's, no, I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's Salma Hayek. Salma Hayek. Sal- yeah, 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 Salma yeah, 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 Hayek. Yeah. yeah. Who, fi- um, finally, finally, we get Salma Hayek. Uh, in MCU in the weirdest way possible. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, she's the healer. Uh, we've got uh, Makari, who's the speedster. We've got Druig, who is telepathic. And uh, he's... Uh, is it telepathic? Because tele- it, it's, it's mind control, mind control. but... It's mind control, but what else was his power? I think no, it's just mind control. I think it's just mind control. You're right. It's just mind control. Um, we've got Sprite, who is master of illusions. Mm-hmm. Um, and for some puck. reason, yeah, very Puck, very Tinkerbell. Uh, yeah, definitely Tinkerbell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, and, and seemingly locked in a 12-year-old's body. Yep, uh, just like wh- Tinkerbell. Because that's is, never a problem. Which is going to be a problem for future movies. Um, yes. uh, unless she's actually 30, uh, you know, which who knows? Um, we've got, uh, Icarus, uh, who is Superman. I mean, just, uh, yes, pretty no, much Superman. like straight down. He's, <laughs> he's, he's straight down Superman. Yeah. And he is the biggest problem of the movie for me. Uh, well, yeah, it's a little weird, right? Um, cause everybody else kind of has more of a role and he is Superman. So, um, we've got Thana, who is master of weapons and battle. Uh, she she modeled Athena, the god of, god of war, goddess of war, goddess of war and uh, of uh, wisdom and wisdom. Yep. Uh, we've got. Oh, I'm gonna. This is gonna happen to me. Um, well, we got Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh, who is. Super strong Gilgamesh. and Gilgamesh. <laughs> yep. Yes, the the first king because they do start off with Babylon. Right. So I'm like, oh, okay. So he's Gilgamesh because I, I I don't know them from the comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the very first uh, uh, trailer that dropped, they they showed they showed um, Babylon in the preview. I'm like, oh, okay, so at least one of them is Gilgamesh. Got it. Right. We've got Kingo, uh, who is. What is his actual power? He can shoot. He can oh, shoot yeah. lasers from his fingers. Basically, yeah, he, he, he just had blasters. That's He's got been, which blasters. which is great. But it's like, okay, you got Superman over here, right? And I got finger blasters. Yeah, finger blasters. Right. <laughs> so uh, he shoots. He he basically can shoot power blasts from his fingers, um, and and that's and that's good. That's the, be- the best part about Kingo, honestly. Is the sidekick? Is the sidekick? Yeah. He, well, he, and, and it's also his his actor. I mean, he did a great job. Oh yeah, no question. Um, <laughs> he he was definitely fun. Right. We have Cersei, uh, who is a transmuter. Right. She can. Yeah. 
uh, you know, she can she's describing turn a rock it. into yeah. <laughs> I can t- turn a rock into something, and once I turned a rock into this and and that, yep. okay. So you you change rocks. Yep, I can turn a rock into wood. I can turn a rock into metal. Turn a rock into water. I, once I turned a rock into air, yeah. Um. So uh, and am I missing anybody? I don't think so. I think we got them all. That was six, right? Yeah. So um. So yeah, so fastest the inventor uh, goes to, it, I think it's ancient Sumeria where he, he and, and he's he's like, uh, why don't we just give him a steam engine? And everybody's going, yeah, no, that's too much, that's too fast. Like, <laughs> it's a little too fast. I and then I love he's got this completely disappointed yep. and uh, the wind taken out of his own. Behold a plow <laughs> right and it literally is just a manual plow um, he, he love he loves his tech and he's really good at coming up with stuff and then he's just like really oh, well here's a pencil right right um so and and so we see we see the the eternals through the ages and just some fights and here and there and a lot of background um we see that uh Icarus and Cersei uh, have been in love through the ages. Uh, Icarus since and Cersei since day one. Since day one, yeah. And and uh, but w- in present day, Cersei has been dating uh, Dane Whitman, right? Because she's not split a problem. From Icarus, and yeah, because that's not going to be a problem. Yeah. How old are you again? Uh, what yeah. do I get you for your birthday? That you already don't know how we're. When is your birthday? Yeah. Yep. All that. <laughs> She's seven thousand years old. Don't ask her. Don't ask her her age. It's rude. Yeah. Um. A lot was made out of uh, this from people, but it's not a big deal. The first sex scene in a Marvel movie. It literally showed Icarus and Cersei lying down and that's lying it. down. Yeah. And okay. Great. It wasn't titillating well, in the least, really. It, it, it was. It wasn't good at all. But uh, to to be fair, I can kind of get it because you know it's a Marvel movie, and it's the first time you get that in a Marvel Marvel movie that parents have to be like, "Oh, can I take my my you know ten year old to this?" Yes, yes, you can. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, maybe cover their eyes <laughs> uh, for for like thirty for, from, seconds from a ter- for from a terrible scene. Yeah, not, not from you know not from anything interesting. Right. So, so honestly, the the act one just seemed like just all background to me, and and honestly, that was the part that I had the hardest problem uh, problem with. It just it was yeah, very slow it was, paced. It was slow, but there, there's a lot of you know, cool stuff in there. Uh, yes. I did like seeing all the setup. I'm glad that they got, didn't do the standard line because uh, the whole thing with the Icarus being in love with Cersei. The first shot of that we get is when the, their ship arrives at Earth. And she she looks over and goes, "Isn't it beautiful?" And then he looks over to her, and they didn't do the line of him looking at her, going, "Yes, it is," because right, that's right. like the standard cheesy, you know, trope Ex- trope yep. line to do. They didn't do it. All right, great, good, yep, yep. So, um, so, so we get past we get past that 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 background information. And look, it's a, it was a lot to take in because there's just a lot of background. And uh, one of the things that might be interesting, but it will never happen, would be kind of 
individual uh, MCU TV series. Oh of, no! Of they, like, they won't do it. No, no, no. But but I'm, like, let's say we take Sprite for example, and set Sprite in the 1300s and just see from a perspective what's happening during that time time frame i think that would be interesting so um so so anyhow we get uh but we won't do that so so we get to act two and we're they're they've been fighting deviants they find out the deviants are back right they thought they wiped all the deviants off the earth and they find out that they're back and they start fighting them um and there's one deviant in particular that appears to be the apex of the deviants right it's it's there's just this one specific deviant that just seems to be taking over everything right um, and they they get into a fight in in london which was a really cool scene to see because this is a monster we haven't seen before. Right. So, you know, new stuff, new things to fight is, is always cool to see how they're going to bring it on onto the screen. Um, definitely enjoyed that. And then um, the powers are pretty cool. Yeah, but we also see the Deviant that, and this is apparently a surprise to the Eternals, but that, that Deviant can heal itself. Yeah. Which was to me too. a bit of a surprise. Uh, so it's like, okay, so here we go. Um, and so there are fights pretty much all over the world. Uh, the fight in London was was really cool because everybody kind of came together a bit. Um, you know, Sprite did the, hey, if I make a thousand copies of us, uh, then they they won't be able they won't be able to tell which one of us is real. Well. Sprite gets caught, and when Sprite gets knocked out, all the illusions go away, which was also very cool to see. Um, so, uh, and we see, and, and, and the fight in London really is just a way to show off all of their powers, right? I mean, you see Cersei turn a bus into rose petals. And as soon as she did that, by the way, the bus, so the bus flips. Right. <laughs> she she turns she turns them into rose petals, and my immediate thought in the theater was, where'd the people go? Right, and and you see the bus driver, and you see the bus driver come out from underneath the the rose petals. And I went, okay, all right, cool. At least they dealt with it, because right. otherwise her power, her power doesn't affect people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So. Um, but at least we saw that, and I went, okay, well, good. They're at least making that make sense. Um, and so there's not, there doesn't appear to be a whole lot of exposition uh, during this time. It's really like, you know, because they found out the deviants are back, so they're going, well, we got to get everybody back together. We got to get the band back together. Because once back. I don't know. I, I don't remember how many year, years prior, probably a thousand years ago, they had gotten rid of all the deviants. They said, well, now we just got to wait. So go have lives. Go do, go do your own stuff. Yeah, and they so, basically broke up 
uh, in the Cortez era. Okay. Okay. Because you you see the uh, yeah you you see the uh, the Spanish uh, attacking and and killing everybody right and uh, and Druig one wanting to you know go help the natives who they've been living with. Right, and they were told not to interfere. So Druid gets pissed right. off, and he goes, "Look, I'm going to stop this." takes the mind takes over the mind of everybody in that battle, and just says, "Okay, we're, we're I'm leaving." And he goes and and de- deals with his village, and nobody sees him again. Uh, Kingo goes to Bollywood, becomes a or it goes to India and becomes a Bollywood star. Um, over a hundred years, generational, a generational Bollywood star. It, 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 he's a legacy. <laughs> he's a legacy. Um, and and it, you know, if you count the posters, there were five generations. Yeah, of Bollywood stars over a hundred years. So what he was basically doing was not taking a chance. He would act for twenty years and then come back as his son. And change the facial hair a little bit, um, and just keep going. Uh, and when they find, when they catch up with Kingo, he's doing a Bollywood musical based on the life them? of Icarus, <laughs> right? Yeah. So uh, it was interesting. Um, uh, Ajak was living on a ranch in South Dakota. Uh, we the weird, the weirdest. Like, really? Why South Dakota? Yeah, it's just out of the way. Um, I guess out of the way of everything. Fastest, who uh, <clears throat> married a dude and was just living with his family uh, out in the burbs. So he, so Druig leaves pissed off because he wants to help people, right? <clears throat> Fastest leaves a little pissed off. Mm, sorry, uh, yeah. I got a frog in my throat. Uh, fastest leaves, leaves pissed off because the humans are killing each other, and he feels because of him. Well, and because he's the one introducing technology. And we see a flashback to 1945, where uh, there's a, a a bomb was dropped, and I don't know if it was Hiroshima, or Nagasaki. Um, it's one of the two. Yeah, it, yeah, and he is just grief stricken. Basically going, what have what have I done? Right. So, um, Sprite was living with with Ajax with with Ajax. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Until she was like, you know, Mom, I've had enough, and then she went to live with Cersei. Yep. Until she was like, you know, Mom, I've had enough. <laughs> right. Right. Um, uh, Makari was one of those that you didn't really see what happened to her. Until later, and you find out, ah, she's just been hanging out on the ship. <laughs> she, yeah, that would be the most boring thing ever, I think, if you were, you know, a speedster. It would be, except that when you see what she had in the ship. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's uh, so much stuff. There's stuff. Like, uh, it looked like she had the Holy Grail in the ship. <laughs> she had something called the Emerald Tablet, uh, which is that that's kind of like philosopher stonish you know it, it's, okay okay i was yeah. i was guessing that's what it was but i didn't i didn't look up and look up what the the reference was yeah 
Uh, she had a box of Twinkies, which was interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what else she had on there. She she's my she's definitely my second favorite in the movie. Oh, she had some she she had some art that was famous art. Uh, there was a statue that's I think actually on. There display. was a statue of of Athena. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there's that too. Which was great. <laughs> like, look, they got you pretty well. Yep. Um, so, uh, and th- so Thena was uh, was living with Gilgamesh, uh, and because when they were breaking up, Thena her her mind was going uh, because uh, her memories were kind of overloading her mind, and so she would like. Go uh, into go into berserker rage. It kind of go into a berserker rage and try to kill everybody. Yeah. And Gilgamesh is like, "On, I'll deal with her. We're not gonna, we're not gonna do anything. We're just gonna, I'll deal with her. You guys go ahead." And he did, and he did. And I think we find out a little bit, wh- a little bit more why later, uh, why that yeah. happened. But um, and he probably was the only one that could. He probably was, yeah, because he's the only one with strength enough to be able to withstand her attacks. Yeah. So, um, I'm trying to think, who else? I think that covered pretty much everybody. Cersei was a so. was a teacher in London. Um. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so once they get the band back together, um, it's revealed that the deviants are still around, and we we got to take care of them. Okay, cool, 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 cool. And they start commuting. It's always work. Yeah, it's always work. Start commuting back with Arishem, the head celestial, who um, just, you know, just to let him know what's going on and whatever. And Arishem's going, good job. You just got to hang on. The emergence is almost here. Okay, Wait, cool. What, the what? Well, <laughs> yeah, but but it's okay. It's, it's like they knew about the emergence but didn't know what it meant. And... <laughs> We find out that um, the emergence means that there's a celestial sleeping in the earth, inside the earth, inside the earth. It's and, nice and warm there. I, yep. you know, if you need that kind of heat, it's a good place to be. Uh, yeah, and and the and basically when everything is ready, the celestial gets born, the earth gets destroyed. And provides enough energy to create new suns, new solar systems, you know, new galaxies, that kind of thing. And okay, so so we deal well, with that. Uh, well, that that's part of it. That's part of it. The the, but, the other part of it was, you know, you you could do this in a planet that that's not populated, but right. no, you actually need the humans and to the population to grow because that energy. Is also supplied uh, and used for whatever. Right, right. So, so, so they're there to protect the humans from being killed by by the celestials because they're needed as the energy source to keep the um, the not celestials. Uh, um, I I lost it. <laughs> It's not the, the Eternals source. are there to kill to kill the, the deviants so uh, that the humans the, the can survive to keep them from killing killing the humans so the humans would grow to to provide the energy for the new celestial to be born. Oh my god! Right. So 
Okay, that, and I'm that really, like I'm having trouble with this, and I'm good at this stuff. Yeah, so. yeah. So that <laughs> so that news goes over not well, um, <laughs> and we find out things like, oh yeah, so the Eternals are kind of just fancy robots. Yeah, and and they get rebooted every time every time an emergence gets finished. You know, they basically get rebooted memory wiped and go okay so on to the next planet um you had and, a good good run you know time time to die yeah and so and that's probably the cause of uh thana's issues right yeah. she, uh, her um Arisham says that their memories get downloaded for processing and see how can they be improved on um hers kind of stayed with her yeah. Uh, so she's having flashbacks of other planets, of right. uh, you know, of the awakenings and the emergences, and and watching everybody die again and again and again. Well, and as we see this reveal by Erish, so, uh, so Cersei ends up taking over uh, is because chosen, Ajax is because dead. of Ajax is so Ajax, yeah, so Ajax gets killed. <laughs> yes. So so all right, they're fighting. They're fighting deviants. Ajax gets killed. The deviant, the main deviant that we've been seeing, uh, who ends up, even though he's not named, I don't think, in the show, in the movie. I, I don't think they named him in the movie. But his name is Crow. Yeah. And um, so he turns out that when he attacks an Eternal, he can suck their energy out of them and right. ends up doing like an instant evolve at Upgrade. that point. An upgrade, so so by the end of the movie he can actually talk, and and communicate. So, Ajax gets killed. Somebody's got to be the 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 leader of the Eternals, and Arishem basically says, "Yeah, okay, it's Cersei." And uh, well, Ajax chose Cersei, but it's yeah, you know, it, it's chosen. So so Cersei starts communing with Arishem, or figures out how to communicate with with Arishem, and he reveals everything to her. And talk about, you know, the the celestial job over the years, and we see flashes of different planets, and, and whatnot. Um, there are a couple of things with that. Um, there appeared to be a scroll on one of the planets, which right. I thought was interesting. And I swear that one of the planets they went to was a brood planet. Oh, that's kind of cool. Because um, it had that, like, it it, it was the kind of broods kind of look like deviants a little bit um but but it had that big fanned out head oh right 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 i remember seeing that like one. like the brood so um so I, i'd like to think that's the case um and only because the brood is generally kind of x-men ish uh, yeah <laughs> in, in in a lot of its origins so um so they find out that they they find out what the emergence really is and the team is going, yeah, no, we're not doing that. That's that's we can't give these people up. Well, half of them. <laughs> well, so that's right. That's what happens. So we get a split in the Eternals at this point. Uh, Icarus is like going, no, we've got a job to do. Like this is our job. This is what we're supposed to do. Well, no, he he said. Um, did he actually say that he's leaving? Because he said he's gonna he'll follow. 
Cersei's lead because she's in charge now. But I don't remember. No, he split though because he splits off. Yeah, okay. yeah, because he he said you know we the emergence is what we're here for. That's that's our right, job. Right, right, right. And he, he leaves, and then um, um, a couple of them follow him. Right, right. Kingo follows him, and Sprite follows him. Yeah. Uh, the the interesting thing is he's not just saying this is our job this is what we're here for we have to finish this out because it's it, what Arisham wants he's also saying if we prevent this we prevent billions and billions of other people coming into existence and, yeah only to die later again to, for another eternal right. to be born right well and but he's saying look humanity has had all this time to to be here and exist and it's been pre pretty fulfilling um why should we not allow other races or other uh, you know populations have that and and i understand that thinking i think it's misguided but I, it's completely misguided i get it but holy shit you need a better way so here's the here's the <laughs> here's the other thing that i that i heard on a, on a podcast or on a, on a uh, youtube video what if Thanos' motivation ultimately was actually to prevent emergences? Uh, yeah, maybe? I think that's reaching at this point. Well, except that Thanos has ties to the Celestials. He does. So, uh, he, he does have ties to the Celestials, but I, I don't know, man. I think... I think we're past that point of worrying about, <laughs> you know, what what Thanos really. Well, it doesn't matter, his, right? It, his head, right? Yeah, it really gone. doesn't matter. But but it's an interesting thought in that, you know. I like the idea of it, but between what we had in the movies and what we had in the comics, no, right. no, Thanos <laughs> is a bad guy. Yeah, <laughs> right. So <laughs> Captain Genocide. Um, right. So uh, yeah, in the comics, Thanos actually started out as a deviant. Because the deviants well, weren't a, as... he's an eternal with with a deviant strain, so he's not a full-on deviant? Now, but back oh, in now? the day... Oh, now? Okay, so yeah, he actually back... started as a deviant? Okay. Yeah, so back in the day, both uh, celestial... I mean, uh, eternals, deviants, and humans were all just humanoid. Okay. And and the deviants had uh, disfigurement uh, to them to be able to tell them apart from... from Celestial uh, from uh, Eternals and in humans. Um, oh, that's a great way of doing it because you know nobody handicapped ever read a comic book. Exactly, and that <laughs> and that theoretically that that was the reason for the for all intents and purposes the scroll chin that uh, right, Thanos okay. has and the and the colored skin. Um, I still like the theory that the the cuts that he had on the sides. Yep. Uh, he actually did get to meet Wolverine at some point because it looks <laughs> right. like claw marks. Right. <laughs> I, I love that theory. That's yeah. one of my favorites. Right. So, so any anyhow, so that's you know that was th that end of things. Um, so, uh, back to oh, so once they find out the emergence, so there's a split. There's there's the Cersei uh, group of people that say we can't. We can't uh, let these people die. We have to stop this. And the Icarus the people that say, "No, this is our job. We've got to do this. So we got to. We're gonna go and make sure this happens." Um, and 
the the they fastest comes up with an idea and says so wait we've got this emergence happening oh and there's been global earthquakes there's been you know a, a volcano that um is erupting uh one of the things that that when they hook back up with makari they say hey go find out where this where the emergence center is and so she because she's a speedster goes all uh, over and the world she's yeah there's speedsters and then there's makari yes good yes. lord that, that woman is fast yeah so she finds she finds it and and let's let's people know okay cool so they try to figure out how are we going to be able to stop this and they say well maybe druig through mind control but he can't do it on his own he's not that strong you put him to sleep right so they decide well we're gonna we're gonna fastest says i think i can come up with something he invents these bracelets that allow them to create the unimind that look um, a lot like the ten rings they do, well what's funny is when they when that was <laughs> happening when he's creating them i'm going whoa did did fastus create the ten rings <laughs> no but they it does look like it right <laughs> right right um and so he creates them and druig look druig is still very very bitter over oh, yeah. over everything and not being allowed to help but he comes around it's like okay cool they go to try to do all of this and druig i i remember how he got incapacitated uh well they're because they they start fighting icarus and right. uh and uh, he basically drives him into the ground, like drills him into the ground, and then covers him up. Right. Uh, who, but then he got out somehow. I yeah. we don't see how he gets out. We don't see how he gets out. Right. But he got out somehow. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but ultimately, the druid thing fails, right? And we and so the next thought is well, we saw Cersei actually kind of transmute a deviant earlier in the ep in the in the movie i keep saying episodes that we've watched episode. so much tv well, basically yeah. everything we watch is an episode right? yeah no kidding right <laughs> this is um, just a really long and a good one but right. it's an episode for the next step right so we see we see um cersei early on happen to transmute a deviant and she's never been able to do anything like that before and she's not sure she can do it again but everybody's going yes you can <laughs> <laughs> So there, there's continued fighting, continued fighting, and we see the the, the celestial start to be born, and it's the celestial Tiamat, uh, and this I thought was really interesting and really cool. Um, the Earth is breaking apart, at least in this in this central area. Um, we see fingers from the celestial. We see part of its head coming through the ground. Yeah, just starting to emerge. And it's huge. Like it, 
like so big, like ridiculously like, big. I, I actually sat back in the theater and I was like, okay, this this is massive. Like they got the the scaling of it down. Oh yes, yes. Um, I so here's where I, I I love the fact they got the scaling down. Like it was it was awesome. Um, and I think it has to have repercussions moving forward. Oh, absolutely! In, in the MCU movies, right? You, well, there's a there's a there's a head and fingers sticking out of the ocean, like you you have to deal with that. So, um, and I think in the comics, at one point the Avengers make their base out of an old celestial head. Oh, that's nice. So, so just like just like uh, just nowhere, right? Yeah, just like in Guardians, right? Uh, and I have a little nowhere thing in a minute, but um, so um, so so the the th- the problem that I had with it, because um, at one point I'm, I'm I just love the scale, but I'm going wait a minute. So if something that massive is in the Earth, how did it not get accidentally drilled into, or it just. It's well, like, so it's supposed to be down closer to to the core. Yeah, but as big as it is, it can only get so close. Yeah, unless I it mean, grows it, like a baby. Yeah, that that's what I'm thinking. It's really close to the core. I'll I'll give it to them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I can I can yeah I can get rid of that. So, but bang fight blah 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 blah. They form the Unimind. Cersei can actually transmute it into marble it wasn't yeah, it clear looked like it might be marble or something like that but we don't we don't know what the material is and the celestial eyes eye light goes out and everything and they win cool great um and so we have didn't we have one other death so a- ajax Gil- not, ajax yeah. gets killed um, uh, by by the deviant. Oh, Gilgamesh. Yeah, and, Gil- and Gilgamesh gets killed by the deviant. Um, yeah. Icarus basically turns, and we find out that he's the one that uh, that killed Ajax, um, by feeding her to to the deviants because she right. found out uh, that that he turned on her. Yep, and then he brought her body back and staged it, and then uh, Cersei finds the body, and we get everything going. Right. Um, uh, so, and, and Icarus is and, grief stricken, I guess. Yeah, this is sure. also I, I I had a problem with this as well. Um, yeah, it was kind of it it was weak. That that was a a weak section for this, honestly. Yeah, so um, Icarus basically just says, "Well, you guys won, and I'm not happy, so I'm gonna kill myself by flying into the sun." Yeah. Okay, sure. Go go melt yourself. Not not very eternal of you. <laughs> it was weird. It was weird. Cause... It was definitely weird. Uh, okay. Well, because most of the time, they would vow revenge and and fly away, and we'd see them in the future. <laughs> right? Which would have been mean... better because every single time, most of the time, we have a villain in the MCU movie, they die, except right. for Loki. He's right. the only one, right? We don't have any other villains that are actually like, oh, we'll see them again. Or, or sorry, not all of them. Because it's not fully MCU. Uh, it's partially it's partially uh, Sony. The Vulture yeah. is still alive. That's <laughs> Thank <true>. God. <laughs> yep. 
Um, but everything in the in, in the main MCU movie you seems know, to be Ultron the villain. Mostly and, dies. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they they all get killed off. I'm like, come on, guys, we're gonna run out of villains at this point, right? Um, but yeah, Icarus uh, takes himself out himself out of the picture, flies into the sun, and Sprite decides, well, she doesn't like anybody anymore, and she wants to be human, and she gets uh, uh, Cer- Cersei says she's got enough power still from her, her connection. Yeah. That she can uh, make her human, and so Icarus uh, Sprite says, "Yes, I want to finally grow up." I'm like, okay, great, go grow up, uh, get rid of that little bit of um, of Peter Pan uh, problem here. Yep, and uh, I think that's all. So um, we have three basically left, right? Because Athena uh, Athena survives. Yes. But so the- it's having memory problems. Right. Uh, Athena, Cersei, and... Um, uh, Makari. Kumar- Makari. Um, so we have... We got Athena, Cersei, Makari, Kingo. And uh, and uh, the Maker. Um, Fastest. Fastest. Uh, they're, yeah. they're all alive. Right. Uh, and Fastest them... goes back to live with, with, live with his family, right? Or, right. or does he yes. stay on the ship? No, I believe he goes back to live with the family. <coughs> Three of them leave in the ship. Right. Uh, and that is Thana. Thanos, And I forgot who, who was the third that left with him. Wait, did Gilgamesh actually die? Yes, Gilgamesh actually died. Yeah, that's what I thought. So, uh, Druig. Druig, okay. And so they take off, uh, and I still, I keep thinking of the head sticking out of the ocean and what the rest of the MCU is going to think of that. It's going to be weird. Very weird. So, um, okay. So they take off in, in the Domo there, the spaceship and, Say you know we've got to go. Oh out. no 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 no! Sorry, we we missed the part. They don't they don't take off. Uh, we're it's on Earth and we have a flash of. Uh, oh, you're right. Arishem showing up. Yes, Arishem shows you, up. You screwed up. You know you save these people, but then they're they're going to be judged, and he steals away three of them, and then the other three jump into the ship to go find them. Right. That's what right. it was. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And when Ereshem shows up and we see him hovering over the Earth. Oh, my God. It's just gigantic. It's freaking uh, Galactus. It, well, that's the thing, basically. right? It reminded me a lot of, of what you would imagine Galactus to look like. Right? It's just of... this massive thing somewhere in the sky. So good. So good. And, and so, and then luckily... He takes them and then goes into a, 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 a portal and disappears. Because just the gravity implications alone on Earth <laughs> would yeah. have been a problem. <laughs> yeah. Talk about uh, me- messing messing with the tides. And and all kinds of people saw it. Yeah. That was the other thing. So Yeah, everybody saw it. <laughs> right. So uh so they get taken. Um the other three do take the Domo to go find them. And it's like, okay, so they're all off world. Cool. 
great. Um, and at that point, we get the movie ended pretty much. <laughs> right. Well, well, that that is where we get our first cutscene, right? So the first there, stinger, yeah. The, yeah, that the first, first stinger is is on the sheet on on the ship, and uh, it's a good one. Yep, it's, it's a it's really a good, good setup one. because we get a portal that looks like uh, the Rainbow Bridge. Sort of, yeah. It, it kind of does, has, yeah. So they've they've been using. There's been three different types of portals uh, through through MCU so far. There's been uh, the the yellow, the Doctor Strange yellow ones. Yep. The one in Shang Chi was blue, but the same circle pattern. Yep. Uh, as uh, the Doctor Strange stuff, the Doctor Strange stuff is orange. TVA. We have, um, yeah, the TVA one, and uh, and then we have the the Rainbow Bridge uh, for the teleportation. So it's more more teleportation, not not a portal. Right, 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 right. Uh, so, but the the portals have all been circular shaped, and then Agatha had it as purple. Right, right. Um, but we hear, we we see, and we hear, and I immediately recognized him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but well, I immediately recognized the voice, but I, re- I recognized the character as well. We see Pip the troll, um, even though he's tiny, but um, tiny. And once again, in probably his, I want to say, fourth or fifth Marvel character he's voiced, um, Patton Oswalt. <laughs> yeah. Was it like, really? Oh my God, that's awesome. I, I love that they're using him. Yeah, I, I do too. And he, he's clearly such a fan. That, oh, he that, has to be, right? Yeah, yeah. He, and, he's, he's our geek. Right. And he basically announces the arrival of Star Fox, a.k.a. Eros. Uh, a.k.a. Uh, the brother of Thanos. Brother of Thanos, uh, which is great that they acknowledge that. Yeah, because um, he says, I'm, I'm, the, I'm Thanos' brother, and the look on the other three was like, oh, wow, okay. Yep. And You might and, not want to mention that to a lot of people. Yeah, and so um, he goes, yeah, so... I hear you being ju- I hear your your friends are being judged. I know how we can get them, or I know where they're gonna be, and um, and and that just like that's kind of it. And arrows. So that's a that's a great setup for you know for for next set. Right. So we'll and, see if that goes anywhere. And that is uh, played by Harry Styles. Yeah. <laughs> so weird, but okay. Um. But he was fine. He was fine. Yeah. Um, he was fine. And I, I did like, I, and I've always liked the idea of the mythological gods kind of being personified or, or gotten from like these alien beings. <laughs> right. right? And we got that. the, we got the first king, uh, the king of kings in, in Gilgamesh. Yep. yep. Uh, the, the goddess of war from, from Thena. Um, Mercury, Makari. Mercury is Makari. Uh, you know, Tinkerbell for for Sprite. Um, well, Tinkerbell and, and probably Puck and yeah, yeah, and, and a few others. Yeah. yeah, the the trickster. Um, Hephaestus is Hephaestus. Yeah, right. <laughs> he's the the he's the maker. He's the creator. Uh, you know, you you got a lot of stuff from this. It was really cool to see. Right, and Icarus well, and- is freaking Superman. Well, and there was still there was a reference. Uh, Kingo 
made a re- and this was in the trailer too made a reference to uh, Thor when he was a kid followed him yeah. around all the time <laughs> uh, now he won't return my calls um, <laughs> but he got a little bit of power he got he thinks he's he, he's almighty now but the 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 interesting thing is Thor's Asgardian he was probably on Asgard yeah at the time they have a ship they could go visit. Right, right. So it's that whole thing. It'd be interesting to see what ha- what, what that was all about. <laughs> so, so okay. So that's that ends that first stinger, and then we get to the second stinger, which is Dane Whitman is in his office, and he has uh, what appears to be a, a sword case sitting on the table. And yep. we had so the lights already came on in the theater for this, and of course, you know, people sat through the first stinger and. You know, it's still it's still kind of locked down time. People are still super careful. Not a lot of people in the theater. We had probably thirty people in, the, in the, for the for the entire viewing. Mm-hmm. There was probably six of us left for that second stinger with the lights on. I still don't understand and, why people leave. Yeah, I, I don't get it either. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a Marvel movie, you know. There's going to be not at least one, probably two. Yeah. Uh, but there's only like six of us, and most people are just standing around. And at this point, I have no problem yelling at the screen because the lights are on. So he stand, he keeps pacing back and forth in the thing, deciding if he wants to open the the box. And I just yelled, "Open the damn thing!" Got a got a good chuckle out of, out of the people left in the theater. Right. Yeah. So he opens the sword case, and presumably, I mean, I I can't imagine it'd be anything but uh, it's the it, ebony blade. It's the ebony blade because he's right. the dark. He's the black knight. Right, and he goes to, like, he sees the blade, and he sees something weird. He goes to touch it, and the blade starts, like, the the metal starts moving and morphing and, and a little Glo- bit. Glowing, I think it was glowing purple. Yeah. Um, there was a scene earlier where he, he calls, uh, leaves a voicemail for Cersei, saying, hey, you know, we said no more secrets. I have a secret of my own. Right, right. It kind of has to do with my family. I'm like, they're going to do it. Yep. You know, they, they're not just name dropping. They're, they're going to bring him in as the Black Knight because Cersei was taken by, um, you know, the the big the big bad guy. Uh, so he's going to have to do something to go find his girlfriend. Exactly. And so he he's just about touching the blade. And you hear a voice. There's uh there's an inscription oh, on yeah. the blade that, that reads, uh, death is my prize death is my prize or my release? Uh no, it's uh, some it's it's not a release, it was something else, and I, I cannot remember what it was. Uh I think it was like death and death is my prize or, or reward or something like that. Oh, it might be reward. Reward I, I think is 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 yeah. probably what it is. Yeah. So he he goes to touch it and you hear a voice that says are you sure you're ready for that <laughs> and then it and then it cuts out and then it cuts out and there were there was speculation initially that that voice was Jeffrey Wright and um and the the watcher and it's not it's not um it is Mahershala uh, and Ali the- yeah, and this has been confirmed by uh, Kevin Feige, by the director. And, and, well, and, and, it, and Chloe Zhao, yeah. Yeah, it's been com- confirmed by, by the director. It is Mah- Mahershala Ali. It is the voice of Blade. Blade. Um, as uh, <laughs> as we're getting vampires into MCU. Yeah. Um, I was not expecting that. 
I wasn't either. <laughs> uh, I was expecting but then the again, Dana. I wasn't expecting Theros either. Right. I was expecting the um the 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 ebony blade thing. I you know, I was expecting the Dane Whitman thing, but I uh, yeah. was not expecting so, a blade voiceover. I I yelled at the scream for, for for him to to open the box when he jumped back for the first time. Somebody else yelled chicken shit at the screen. <laughs> so we we were just having fun poking at uh at John Snow. Yep. Yep. Um so it's going to be interesting to see how they tie those two together. In they have worked together in the comics in MI thirteen. Oh jeez, right. Um but, the Blade is Midnight Suns. Was uh, was the Black Knight of a Midnight Suns? Um I don't know that. I don't know that. Um but it doesn't matter. They could make him part of Midnight Suns if they go that direction. Um, so here's the other here's the other interesting thing. The Ebony Blade uh, is used or was used by Gore the God Killer. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is who supposed is to be in, in the next Lo- movie. In Love and Thunder. Yep. He and he's cast, and it's um Oh. Oh, why am I blinking on this? Because uh, it's a big name casting. Um, holy crap! I'm to- totally spacing on that. Um, I think it was. Uh, oh, I, I got to look it up. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, it's Christian Bale. Yeah, that's it. Thank yeah, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it's Batman. Yeah, it's Batman. <laughs> like it, it's Batman. <laughs> so. Here's the other thing about the Ebony Blade. The Ebony Blade is what was used, presumably by Gore, to cut off the head of a Celestial. Namely, the one that's nowhere. Mm -hmm. That nowhere head was cut off by Gore with the Ebony Blade. And how long ago was that? A long time ago. Right? (laughs) So, um... I'm really interested to see what happens and and to see how they tie this all together because it, we got cosmic repercussions as well, like incredible size cosmic, right? Yeah, no, like on on celestial scale, literally. Uh, I, I will this say is, that, this is why I like this movie because yeah, it's it's a little slow in, in, in spots. It's got some problems, but overall, it's a great setup movie. They use the term cosmic power mm-hmm. in this, which immediately went to Galactus and Silver Surfer for me. Yep. Um, I think if we're ever going to get a Galactus and Silver Surfer, well, particularly Galactus, I don't even care about the Silver Surfer aspect yet. But I think if we get a Galactus aspect of things, my guess is that if they introduce him, he will be introduced as a Celestial. That's kind of has to be right, right? I mean, because of the scale, right? But yeah. Here's here's and look, I have no reason to believe this, <laughs> but but here's what I, what what could happen. Make um, a shot. So they so they've prevented the celestial from uh, being born, right? Mm-hmm. Galactus goes around eating planets. Eating planets. 
You think he goes you... around eating planets where there's an, a celestial inside? Uh, or 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 where they've prevented a celestial from being born, and and they could that could be the way to regain that energy. Hmm. They could they could just because it look, it, I don't think it makes any sense for Galactus to just be this cosmic dude who goes around eating plants because he's hungry. It made sense in the comics, but a lot of things made sense in the comics. Yeah, like and the look, Thanos Thanos copter. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but but if if he if he was an agent of the Celestials that went around sucking up this energy in order to you know deal with that, maybe that makes sense. That'd be kind of cool. I, I don't know, but but he's of that scale, right? That right. that giant just. Like I, if if I had seen Galactus's head over the Earth like that, I um, would leave. It would have been well. Yes, <laughs> time yes. to go. <laughs> time to go. Actually, um, if you already see his head over, or it's too late. But like, if Erishem had sent him as a as an agent to collect <laughs> the Eternals, Oof, yeah. that would have been awesome. Uh, um, that would have been, be massively breaking. Yeah. So, I, I don't. I don't think we're at the point where we're going to introduce Galactus yet into the MCU. I no, don't think certainly so. not before the FF, right? I, I don't mean. think we're far though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, I don't think it's it's far away. Well, because we're getting cosmic, right? I mean, cosmic yes. is happening left and right. That's where the next yeah. phase is going to be. So, um, at least part of that phase, because uh, I still think that we're going to still deal with Earthbound stuff. We're just going to see more of a split in storylines. So. Um, so that's pretty much it. I I really enjoyed the movie. Um, again, first act was a little slow for me, but I put I put this movie right dead smack in the middle of of all the Marvel movies. Um, I didn't dislike it at all. So yeah, I I had fun with it. Definitely enjoyed it. Uh, like I said, my biggest problem was freaking Superman. Yeah, and uh, the fact well, that. What what is the name? What is the name of the uh the, the director? Chloe Zhao. Yeah, Chloe Zhao. Basically, there's a quote from her saying that uh, that she basically based him on Superman because she was so impressed with Zack Snyder's portrayal of the character. I'm like, no, <laughs> please, no, God. Right. Uh, maybe she was being sarcastic because she killed. Him. I hope. I hope so because yeah. she killed him. Yeah. Which is fine. I honestly, I'm glad. I hate to say this. I'm glad she killed him off, because yeah. it's too powerful. Like, like you just, it just doesn't. You can't, you can't work that way. So, um, I mean, you can, but it, it takes very creative writing, um, right? And Zack Snyder but doesn't al- know that. Also, <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Okay, I, I, so, I've made my thoughts on Zack Snyder well known. By yeah, now. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. It's all good. All right, so uh, let's see. So that that pretty much covers the Eternals. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, you want to dispute anything we said, tell us we're idiots. You can send us an email at thisweekinmcu at gmail dot com. Uh, next week we continue with Hit Monkey and the premiere of Hawkeye. I can't wait. Yay, for the pizza dog. Of Hawkeye. Can't wait for the premiere. Um, uh, so we'll figure out our schedule because next weekend is Thanksgiving weekend here in the U.S. And uh, yeah, 
I, I think we could probably do it on Saturday unless you have something in yeah, particular. No, not really. And we'll figure out how we'll do the split with Hitmonkey and Hawkeye because we'll want to give ample time for both. Um, that's it. So, Sen, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me every morning on twitch.tv slash SenRaven for some uh, some Marvel Strike Force and Marvel Future Revolution gameplay. And a few other things. Like yesterday we did a, a little bit of Smite in the afternoon and a couple other games here and there. So come <laughs> hang out. Usually a good time, mostly. <laughs> Nice. And I can be found all over the place at on Twitter and Twitch at VO by Kurt. Uh, Thursday nights, we do From the Helicarrier, Sen and I and Charles McFall do a, a podcast about uh, Marvel Strike Force and Marvel, Marvel Future Revolution. Uh, I've got my solo podcast, uh, Storytime with Kurt, as well as this one. And I think I'm going to be streaming some Genshin Impact. Ooh. Uh, I haven't played it much. I just barely started it, and I'm gonna give it a shot. So, um, so yeah, it was that, pretty. Yeah, it, it it is a very pretty game, no question. I just haven't played it much, so I'm gonna give that a shot. Um, with that, we will see you next week. Bye, everybody. Have fun.